Hello, welcome to Foodwood Podcast. My name is Ahis Anthony, and we're here on the EPL review episode on Foodwood Podcast to review some of the EPL games that happened over the weekend. There were not so many, but there were a few. I think there were like four to five games that happened in this match week, match day 32. And as an Arsenal fan, I'm not buzzing, but we'll get straight into that part where we'll start talking about the games. But first, Footy with Podcasters in support of Kickout. No room for racism. We're not supporting racism in any way, in any form. From us to the footballing world, be it on social media, be it on the pitch of play, be it in the dressing room, anywhere in the field of play, anywhere, wherever. In this part of the world, we don't support racism. And we're in support for the cause kick out no room for racism and here with on footy podcast so straight we move into the match day 32 review i'm not here alone i'm here with the regular guys yes the regular guys my striker and my <laughs> defender of my striker and chimamaka my defender what's up how on the day hey guys hey guys how's it going it's always a pleasure to be here ready to score some goals yes 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 yeah, yes <laughs> I'm ready to do something. I'm still about to, to <laughs> You know, each time, each time Chuma Marker just smiles. You know, it's possibly, probably Chelsea just won. <laughs> or they are Honestly, yes, because we, so yes, we know we know they are in the, in the FA Cup final, making the FA Cup. You know, two straight mm-hmm. finals in two years. Lampard and Thomas Tuchel, as well. So Thomas Tuchel is doing a great job, marvelous job, despite him losing at home to West Brom. Album West Bromwich album. Sorry, I had to throw that in Chimamaka. But <laughs> it's, 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 it seems to be doing a good job, and it's been he has he's doing what Roman Ibrahimovic wants any manager, any Chelsea manager to do, because you're there to win a trophy for that season or in that season. So we will move straight. West Ham, they had a bit of shocker. Jesse Lingard, though, impressive. Ten matches out of eight matches, he scored a penalty. In their loss at Newcastle United, battling for relegation. At the time, the Newcastle United scored. West Ham went a man down. Craig Dawson getting red carded, two straight yellow card, and Newcastle were too low, two nil, two goals up, and West Ham United fought back to equalise. And at the end, the only impressive thing for this weekend for me, Joe Willock, Arsenal Looney at Newcastle, giving Newcastle the win. It's a bit of a scrap down there. What's your take on the on the game, guys? I mean, so far for me, I'm loving the relegation battle. I think it's one thing to look forward to uh, towards the end of the season. Okay, yeah, we know Sheffield United has been relegated, but then two spots up for grabs left to for teams who still want to go down. And uh, for now, obviously, it looks like uh, Fulham might just be on their way down. It looks like um, Bondi as well might be on their way down. But you know what? From 15th position down to 19th position, anything is possible. The only way you can ensure safety in the Premier League is if you have up to 40 points. So, till those teams get 40 points, talking about the likes of um, Leeds United, you know, Sheffield, Crystal Palace, you know, until they actually achieve that, 
it's going to be quite difficult for them. I mean, that's why it was difficult for Arsenal to actually beat Fulham today, even though Arsenal had incompetences. <coughs> but, I, but trust me, look, when it comes to when it comes to relegation threatening teams, I'm going to clear my throat. They always put up a good fight. So yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to the relegation battle until the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, then, well, I, I think well, Joe, well, Newcastle is safe. Before you, you know, state state your own part of um, your analysis. You think Newcastle is safe at five points? Like how many points away from Fulham? Fulham is 20, 26 points, nine points different. Newcastle sits fifteen position. I think they are safe. I wouldn't call that safety. Let's 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 take it back to to um, the Sunderland days. If you can remember those guys well, they start the beginning of the season sitting on the twentieth part of the spot on the table, and mm-hmm. eventually in game thirty-seven, game thirty-eight, you see these guys are standing comfortably at sixteenth position or seventeenth. I don't know if you understand. Yep. So it's not it's not over until it's over. Newcastle are not safe because they don't have forty points yet. So the EPL, there it brings about different kind of upsets. So we're expecting that to happen this season. Unlucky for for um, Sheffield United, they are the first team to to have registered their name on the on the relegation zone. Yeah, relegation confirmed. Relegation confirmed for Sheffield. It's still going to be very very serious tussle for the next person to go because Burnley is joining them. It's looking at like they are joining them. We just not forget we still have West Brom there. It's 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 not safe for anybody. I think Burnley sits conveniently seven points adrift of Fulham. Fulham has played thirty-two games already, mm-hmm. and Burnley they've played thirty-one games, and Burnley has they have thirty-three points. Fulham has twenty-six points. That's seven points difference. I think Burnley is Burnley. They are safe. I think. <laughs> I feel sorry for that. I think they are safe. Oh, well, what do you think? Yeah, well, so far so good. They seem to be safe. And one thing I know for sure is that Sean Dyche, look, here and Burnley, their experts are just escaping relegation. So really what is left for them is just to try as much as possible to get as much points from the remaining games that they do have. Yeah, sadly, they did lose to Manchester United. You know, United are chasing that top four finish. They want to cement a Champions League position. So they were simply ruthless as they should be, you know. But then again, Burnley going into the remaining fixtures for the season, they'll be trying their best to get as many points as possible. Don't forget that Burnley started that game with a lot of fight and vigor. You know, they took the lead before United. Uh, but obviously, United showed their class. And then Burnley just had to suffer it. But then if you take a look at the Burnley squad, they have what it takes to actually survive. Yes, they probably do need to sometimes um, refreshing the squad, but you know they need the boys who are going to get the job done. And Shondaich needs to do just that and continue to maintain a tough life status for Burnley. So, so we, we just stick with. Let's stick with. Well, let's stick with. Stick with. Oh, sorry, sorry for blabbing there. Let's stick with West Ham. I think West Ham mm-hmm. they missed the missed opportunity for cementing the fourth place position because now they're one point ahead of Chelsea with a game in Chelsea. They have a game in hand. But what has Moyes done differently this season that he has taken West Ham to this position that they are? Because all of a sudden it was like they turned the corner with the signing of um um this other guy jason lingard which has he has scored 10 games out of he has scored 10 
so yeah, it's called ten, ten, ten goals in eight games. What, 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 what can you guys say about West Ham? Are they fit for that position? Can they qualify for the Champions League come next season? At the end of the season? Well, I'll, 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 I'll come on that. There is no team that is not fit for the first, for the top four, irrespective of of uh, class of players you have or amount of money you have as a club. Every team deserves a top four spot. All the only the only need to do is fight for it. Now, the West Ham we are seeing this season actually has not been the West Ham we've all seen in the past few years, in the past ten years. You realize that this West Ham team has a different hunger. There is there is there's a drive. We, we yeah, saw how yeah. how yeah there, there's there's actually a drive. I don't know what Moyes has said. I don't know what what box he has ticked right that is bringing about this fight and this hunger. Now look at the game against Newcastle. You see you see um, West Ham. If not because yeah, unfortunately for them they lost the game. But you see the different drive in that game. There's mm-hmm. a different hunger in that game. These are guys that we are a man down. Yeah. And and you see you see you see the uh, my, my my happiness now is is you 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 cannot rule these guys out any longer is the way Leicester City started we know the first season Leicester City came into the Premier League they were struggling for relegation the next season these guys cost cost wrecked havoc in the whole of in the whole of Europe and since that time you see these guys have been fighting all their their in fact you know, before we used to have the top top four. Now we, we no longer have top four. We have top sevens because top the competition is top the, the competition is is, is crazy. Yeah. So that's what West Ham is trying to do. Yeah, the, 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 to the question is the, because as at this time last season, I think they were battling for relegation. If I'm not, if my stats serves me right, correct, correct, they were yeah, battling yeah. for relegation. And come the season, all of a sudden they are up there fighting for the Champions League sport. I'm so sure it's, it is this same set of players that Moyes had last season, except Craig Dawson, except Craig Dawson and Jesse Lingard, which he added to the fold. What is it doing differently? Is it tactical-wise, or could it be because of the situation? No fans, so no no pressure? No, no, definitely. It's, it's the tactical setup. You know, when David Moyes took over, he was experimenting with the squad, first of all. He was trying to find the right team for himself. However, his first objective was to save the team and to survive relegation. Mm-hmm. Now, he did that brilliantly well. And yet, he didn't have the type of summer he would really want to have, you know, due to the financial situation. But then again, he made West Ham do good business. They, they sold out good players, you know, they got good money from them. I'm talking about the likes of Felipe Anderson, Sebastian Halle, who's now moved over to Ajax. And then he brought in quality players. I'm talking about Saeed Benrama. I'm talking about Gerard Bowen as well, you know, proven quality players who would add that strength and grit to the squad. Mm-hmm. And then after the new players came in, the old players actually, you know, were just leveled up. The main key players for me for West Ham have to be number one, Mikel Antonio, you know, who, whenever he's fit, he's leading up front, he's doing brilliantly well for them. Now we're talking about Jesse Lingard, who has been playing brilliantly well for them. We go to the middle of the park, 
uh, Declan Rice, first of all, good captain, young lad. He's very versatile for his age. That's someone who can play both as a centre-back and effectively as a defensive midfielder. He's been brilliant for me, in my own opinion, defending, going forward, being uh, the anchor for them in midfield, doing that brilliantly. And obviously, um, uh, the club captain, Mark Noble, as well, has been brilliant. Whenever he comes in, 34 years old, obviously does not have the same legs he used to have, mm-hmm. but then whenever he plays... He gives him a good shift. And then you need to talk about Tomo Suchek, the, the Czech Republic midfielder. He's been absolutely brilliant, you know. He reminds me a lot of uh, Maran Fellaini, you know, a six foot four midfielder who does how to bust the game in the midfield and actually be prolific in the air and add to compare them yet because Fellaini. Okay, yeah, okay, fine. Okay, okay, let's not compare. Let's not compare. And then yeah, and yeah, we go we go to the defense. First of all, they've had a series of keepers who have had good stints, you know, Fabianski, uh, Randolph as well. But then obviously they've stopped with Fabianski. Um, as, as we've seen so far this season, he has been the more prolific goalkeeper. And obviously the centre-back pairing of Craig Dawson and Angelo Bona has mm-hmm. been brilliant in my own opinion. Sofian Sufal, you know, he's, an, he's a highly underrated player, another Czech Republican, you know, highly underrated right-back, has been doing a decent job, you know, reminds me a lot of uh, Pablo Zabaleta in his days. So it's been a brilliant job. On the left side as well, you know, they've had Aaron Cresswell, they've had Arthur Maswaku. The good thing for West Ham is the consistency, you know, consistency in personnel, which has been great for them. They've really had to struggle with injuries. And the good thing is that they found a system that works well for them, you know, a brilliant 4-2-3-1. And when they do go up against the so-called top four opposition, they know how to switch back to a five at the back, mm. manage the, um, the 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 press coming from the bigger teams, and then be lethal in counter-attacking football. That's what David Moyes has done so far for them. So, you know, kudos to them. They've really had to deal with injuries, really had to deal with suspensions. Most importantly, it's what is going on within the squad. The camaraderie has been yeah. brilliant, and David Moyes has been doing a very, very good job. So, credit to David Moyes. Come on, Marker. Do you see West Ham making the top four? The games left, I think they have um, how many games left? They have six games left. They play Chelsea next. They play. Yeah, I just want to list out the, the fixtures. They play Chelsea next. Um, they play Burnley after that. Then play Everton, play Brighton, play West Brom, and they play Southampton. Tricky ties, the remaining six, six matches. But do you see them making the top four? Well, after Chelsea, they make the top four. <laughs> it's a very very simple answer. After Chelsea to make it up for they, they should not start praying for for Leicester City to, to, to have a sleeper. But but ideally, they've had a decent run of of games and they no need to make up the three the, no, the three no, points. No, no, no doubts. Looking at the the remaining fixtures for the end of the season, I don't really see anything there as a big tussle for them. Chelsea. Unfortunately for them, they lost against Newcastle. Chelsea. But for yeah, that's that's the only one I feel I feel would be would be a run, a run for the money for them. But though as it stands, every other team they've had a one way, one medium possible to nick out a win. Thank God for for the likes of of um, Jesse Lingard who has brought a spark to the center, uh, to 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 the attack line of 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 West Ham, and it's paying dividends. We are seeing what is going on. But for the top four, wow. Let's not forget we have Liverpool on the line. Chelsea is still there. Yeah. We have Leicester City as well. And all these things, all these guys are 
are separated by one, two, three points at most. It's tight so it's going to be a very, very really tough one. Yeah. Well, so I won't, I wouldn't actually give them the top four finish. But probably when Chelsea next did number three position ahead, the rest can fight for it. But as it stands, I can't give nobody that for now. So let's move straight to the Everton Tottenham game at Goodison Park. What can Tottenham do without Harry Kane? <laughs> what someone said is no more Harry Kane. It's called Harry Kane because it seems to be carrying the entire Tottenham team. Without Ka without Harry Kane, <laughs> would Tottenham be there right now? Because it seems it seems to the past few games have dropped points. I think they've dropped, they've lost, they've lost. They've drawn their last two games. They lost the drew against Newcastle and they drew this one against Everton. Before that, they lost to I don't know. They lost to Tottenham, drew Newcastle, lost to they lost to Manchester United, and they drew against Everton. So it's been like how many points dropped? Seven points dropped. And Hurricane seems to be injured because he was he was substituted in that match. So what's the way for Jose Mourinho and Tottenham? And we it was mooted that he could be out of the job at the end of the season. I'm not smiling, just saying mine. <laughs> uh, look, uh, it's it's going to be a difficult say. I, I don't really think that um, Mourinho would leave Spurs. I believe Mourinho will only part with Spurs if he wants to. Uh, yeah, definitely, the season has not gone in the way. Yeah, cash. It, it depends on where he's going to, anyway. But you know what? It depends on how um, Mourinho evaluates things personally. Definitely, the season has not gone as planned. Currently, it doesn't look like they're going to secure Champions League football. And I mean, their exit from the Europa League was um, is nothing to write home about. It was absolutely horrendous. It's it was embarrassing for it was in Mourinho's side. Uh, but then again, that's down to the players. But you know what? It's Mourinho's job to get these players to perform to their optimum level and you know him exiling certain players from the squad talking about the likes of um ericsson who has now left and then daily ali you know him doing that and then not being as successful as he should be you know it's uh, people are going to ask questions because these two players were players who were detrimental to the um creation of chances for sports now the mantle has fallen upon Harry Kane, who is now doubled with the responsibility of providing chances and scoring goals as well. You know, Mourinho is not concerned about goals. a compact midfield. Yeah, he has scored for the five goals yeah. and 17 assists for sports under Jose Mourinho. Mourinho, yeah, you know, so Mourinho is more concerned about a compact midfield and a compact defense. And then, you know, Sports suffers from a lot of individual errors from the goalkeeper Hugo Lloris who can turn off at any time to you know personnel in the defense either it's Davidson Sanchez either it's um to the other world either it's Sergio Reguilon uh what's his name now Sergio Rey as well and look Madohati has been a shadow of himself in his sports shirt as well so you know what it's been issues so far for for Mourinho in the in the defense, and that has really affected him. I mean, solely solely relying on Harry Kane and Son has been has been, been a bad idea for them because yeah, true. Yes, exactly. So when when Spurs are without Harry Kane and Son, they seem it's, it's difficult for them to get into victories. Gareth Bale has not been the same player. You know, it's not the same Gareth Bale that was at Spurs uh, about ten years ago. 
you know, it's a different Gareth Bale currently. So, I mean, things are difficult right now for Jose Mourinho. It's not the way he wants it to go, but you know what? He needs to do his best to salvage a good season, at least qualify for the Europa League, since there is no silverware. And then, you know, just keep your pride intact. Because, uh, I mean, Daniel Levy expects nothing but Champions League football and challenging for trophies. I mean, they're in the new stadium, they need to make money. They need to be doing a whole lot better since money is available for them to sign players. So, you know what, at the end of the season, let's see what happens. But, I mean, all the best to Spurs and Jose Mourinho at this point in time. I could care less. Chimo Maka, you're the pro, pro, pro Mourinho fan. But looking at Everton, is this where they they thought they were going to be at the beginning of the season? Because at one time, they topped. They were sitting at the first position of the Premier League. They were in the top four mix. And now they find themselves in the eighth position of the EPL. Two, two costly errors from them, allowing Harry Kane to score those two goals. Is this where Everton see themselves? Or is this where Everton thought they would be at the start of the season? No, it's, it's 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 actually a step up for Everton compared to last season. This this season they've they've actually come all out. They threatened the EPL at the beginning of the season. If you all remember that time where mm-hmm. um where um Dominic Cavalry was firing on those cylinders, yeah. and we saw a we saw a James Rodriguez also doing wonders too as well. We feel that yeah, this this team is going to push off at least it's going to alter the normal look in the top four. So as as it is, um, Ancelotti would have actually seen himself in a better position with the way they started this season. But as it is, is the EPL. The EPL no team is a respect of, is a respect of the next team. Everybody comes there to fight for their three points, and they had a a, a run of losses. And it has actually deterred their 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 their, their stand on the on the on the on the log. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not their doing. It's just that there are other hungrier teams out there. For Everton, for them to be seated in eight, it's not a bad thing. They can actually still struggle to get to Europe the the Europa level if they so Euro- choose Europa League sports. Right. Yeah, if they so choose to, and it depends on their fighting, their their the the zeal and the hunger and what what they they, they tend to achieve. Because as it is, with Tottenham, I, w- I want to answer your question. You said, what will Tottenham do without Harry Kane? Very simple. Tottenham will get relegated. That ah. is it. Because, yeah, yeah, because, because that's the truth. He scores the goals and he brings about the assists. So pick up Harry Kane out of that score. I ain't going to be happy with that response. But it's the truth. Either, I, either they like it or not. If you take out Harry Kane's goals yeah, true, and assists from true. Tottenham this season, true. let us place them on any part of the table. True. You'll be shocked. Like You'll a real deal, 45, 45 goals and 17 assists under Jose Mario ever since he took over. Just take out the goals and take out the assists. And, and let's not forget this season, he has, he has become more of a provider yeah, than true. even a goal poacher. Yeah. So, so if you take Harry Kane out of that sports team, I'm sorry they will be struggling with Burnley and the likes, wherever they, they, they will be. But good for them. A, a pundit was saying and was advising Harry Kane that by the, at the end of this season, he should look for a better club that would appreciate his potential because I agree. is actually killing the guy's potentials. He doesn't... I agree. To me, in my opinion, he's way bigger than the club. Would you... Would you so of course. Play. Would you want to say Tottenham is killing... Or Mourinho's tactics is killing, because we saw no, this guy. We saw this guy flourished under 
Pochentino. I I don't want us to get into this Mario's issue. And I'll, I'll <laughs> cut you and I'll cut you short. And yeah. I'll cut you short be, before you ask the question because I know where you are getting to. Yes. Before you continue, because I will tell saw, you he's also this guy still, flourished he's under Pochentino. Under Mario, he's not he's still flourishing. He's not he's still banging in the goals. He's not and he's still creating. Under Pochentino, okay. under Pochentino, am I, I seeing under Pochentino? Sorry, let me just make my point. Under Pochentino, okay. we never heard Arikane saying he wants to leave or he wants to play Champions League. Pochentino gave him. Mind you, mind you, Pochettino mind you. Hurricane under Pochettino was a much younger striker. Hurricane under Pochettino, Pochettino was, was not him, yet established as one of the Pochettino best strikers gave in the him world. Champions League football for straight four years, and now he comes okay, under Mario. Did they win any major trophy? Did they win the Champions League? Did they win any trophy? Did they win the Premier League? Did they play in any final? Apart from the Champions League final, he played in the Champions League final against against Liverpool. I'll be against sorry, that's against not good enough. Yes, against Liverpool. Yeah, against Liverpool. Yeah. Yes, against oh, Liverpool. But that's not good enough. So, At the end so. of the day, for a prolific striker like Harry Kane, what really matters is winning trophies. And he's 26 you. years old. And mind 164 you. Premier League goals and he has and he has no Premier League trophy. I mean, this is the reason why we're on the Exactly, this is the reason why Robin Van Persie left Arsenal in the first mind place. You guys. He was banging in the mind you guys. Arsenal. Mind you guys. He has to go to this guy where he could actually win silver. This and guys. he did that. They so why can't Hurricane go ahead and do that? Hurricane sees what is happening behind the scene. We're not there. For Hurricane to come out muting or saying that he wants Champions League, and my colleague quit. From. He never said that. He never categorically. That's what I'm saying. But if, if, even, yeah, even, if, he didn't, even sure. if he didn't come out straight to say, I want to leave mm -hmm. or I need to, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm exiting um, Tottenham. Come on. He incited it. And for him to have said that, there is an iota of truth in it. And what he's saying. Yeah, but I mean, it's it, for me, it could be a win win situation for for both parties involved, both Hurricane and Spurs, you know. Hurricane is going to be an extremely valuable striker. I'll be surprised if he sold for anything less than £150 million, you know. Him going for that amount, I mean, that's a lot of money for Spurs. They can reinvest wisely, you know, get another good striker, another world-class striker if possible. You know, many things are possible. I've heard rumors about possibly Paulo Dybala joining you know, if Hurricane does leave, and then them actually signing Carlos Vinicius on a permanent deal and trying to bring him up to be a proper Premier League striker. Look, there are so many things that could happen. When Gareth Bale left for a hundred million pounds, uh, Andre Villas-Boas squandered the money on a bunch of average Jews. I mean, out of all of them, Christian Eriksen at a point in time was the last man standing, and then he seemed to be a very decent buyer. Currently, I, I just feel Eric Camilla I feel... is I, I, yes. feel, yeah, I feel yeah, I feel I feel deserves it deserves, it deserves better. And the thing is how many goals short of legends legendary starters in Tottenham. So imagine you just have few just forty five goals short or forty three goals short of um breaking the record of the highest goal scorer in Tottenham. I've forgotten the man's name. The the, the he has he set that record way, 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 way past in, in the years past. So it's just like forty forty goals or forty goals less in setting or beating that record so imagine for a player to be considering leaving that that um living without considering that legendary status and he wants to he wants it wants it quit you should know that there is more behind the scene possibly might be tired with the formation Mourinho is pulling out yeah. there we've heard we've heard pundits we've heard 
analysis concerning Tottenham game. Each time we watch the game on live on TV, and we had the pundits come and say the way Tottenham set up, they score a goal and they relent. Do you think that is the kind of formation that Hurricane would want to flourish in, or do you think Hurricane would flourish? Yes, you guys mentioned he's flourishing under Mourinho right now, but do you think he could have flourished more with the kind of setup no. Mourinho sets up? I'll, I'll... I would like to answer that. Now it depends on your definition of flourishing. Flourishing means in in every every aspect. Is the is the highest goal scorer right now? Is the highest goal scorer right now in the EPL? Still flourishing. Twenty-one goals. In that, yes. In that regard. But now, when you talk about flourishing, um, I'll use I'll use RVP as as an example. He was playing football in us now. He was getting starting shirts. He was banging in the goals. But what he was lacking were the trophies. And he opted out from that to go to pick up the trophies, irrespective of whatever record. Yes, I, going to say, as I, is, I, I as just feel. Is. If you look at Harry Kane, if you check Harry Kane, I, I feel this under, example you cited. Sorry, Chima, I, I feel this. Okay. I feel this example you cited are two different things. Because yes, Van Persie under Arsenal. He was scoring. It wasn't as if he wasn't scoring goals. It wasn't as if he wasn't playing good football. Probably there was no trophy to 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 add up to it because arsenal arsenal is a club that have been winning trophies all these years and all of a sudden the trophy drought came and they stopped winning trophies the, i think the only trophy van person won with arsenal was the fa cup the 2005 yes. season but in this scenario hurricane has not even lifted any major trophy for 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 tottenham that, that so there is no trophy but yeah, that's why he but I, I thought Mario okay, no, was brought in. I thought Mario was brought in. I thought Mario was brought in to win trophies. Okay. Well, he's in the final as, as it stands. So bringing in the Carabao Cup might be might be an icing on the cake. But as it stands, talking about talking about um, progress and the likes. If Hurricane actually needs what is defined as progress, he should get himself out of sports, irrespective of trying to meet whichever gold uh, legendary status in Tottenham Hotspur. Let's not forget, Harry Kane will not score 45 goals by the end of this season. And by end of this season, he's going, he's going to be going, he's going to be going well, ahead I, of 27, going 28. That is the projection. striker. Even if he's going to meet, meet up with that, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you, even, even if he's going to meet up with that, he has to do two more seasons conveniently to hit 45 goals yeah so are you going to wait for that or wait to or at least before you retire or before you leave have trophies in at least have a, a clean cabinet yeah i know one more thing one more thing that i do have to add is that hurricane is someone who knows his body we know him as a striker who has suffered from injuries a lot um up until the last two seasons hurricane has missed every match day fixture in the month of august up until the last two seasons so you know what he's someone who has always struggled with injuries currently we know that he's struggling with an injury and he might just miss the carabao cup final so he knows his body he knows the excess to which he can go so probably he's thinking about that as well he might be a player who probably cannot play till 35 or 36 so he's got a good number of years left 
arguably, I believe he's in his prime in terms of goal scoring and assisting, you know, being a playmaker. So he wants to go to a club whereby he knows that his contributions are going to lead to silverware. You cannot blame him for wanting to do that. Um, those before him, I mean, the players he looked up to, they are. I'm, I'm very sure that they are all established um, trophy winners. He wants to be a winner. We all play football to win. We all Definitely. enjoy the game Definitely. by winning. So and, then, and this is this is a striker who is coming from Arsenal's um, academy as a very young as a very young boy. Yeah, he, although he was really so sometimes I'm sure in his mind if he was thinking probably if he still stayed at Arsenal what could have happened he could have won trophies with Who Arsenal knows? as well so Who you knows? know many things many things go on in the mind of an individual at the end of the day he's 26 years old he's won one of the best goal scoring records in the world wow. and as a striker and yeah. also in England I mean give him props let him win his trophies he deserves his flowers definitely but for him to leave a club has to drop the money because I know he ain't going to leave free because Tottenham would want to milk this situation very and make every money out of Harry Kane. Uh, so we're going to use 30 minutes. It's 32 minutes gone already. But, you know, it's all good. Um, um, looking at the other matches, Arsenal, Fulham, the Drew today, 1-1. Uh, Fulham, I think, was, it was a dent to their pursuit, to their fight in the relegation battle. Because of time, we said we didn't want to do more than 30 minutes, but now we're 32 minutes gone. But um, we just have to round off the EPL. We just have to round off this EPL review. But before we do that, just one one minute. This is breaking news. European Super League. UEFA and Premier League condemn 12 major clubs signing up to break away. So many reaction on this whole latest news. Does it make sense, guys? Just a minute each. Who's going first? Come on, break the ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Look, for me, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. It makes no sense. Um, I mean, I've been hearing about the rumors since last year, since about May last year. There've been rumors mm. here and there. But one thing I am happy about is the fact that UEFA has come out to take a stance, which is that they do not support um, the Super League, and that any team which wants to um, participate in this will be exempted from. Um, local competitions mm -hmm. and also the players involved for that club would not be allowed to represent their country yeah. so UEFA has cleaned their hands of it I believe it's just a money making venture by some of the big pawns in European football of course I said it all I'm not I wouldn't be a party to that and I'm happy that UEFA has come out for the first time UEFA has done the right thing I hope the, the I, I hope the they include this the, this kind of standing in the fight fight against racism. Well, as as it stands, I'm I'm happy that UEFA has come and have washed their hand off it, and I like the conditions attached to it actually. Yeah. So any player who wants to get involved in this should know he has he has lost his international status for his country, mm. and he's also going to lose his local league. So whichever way it is. It's favorable for you. You stick with it, but it's a good. It's a good stand with UEFA. Yeah, definitely, definitely. It's been it's been nice doing this with you guys. I know there are other APL matches tomorrow. Leeds play Liverpool, and so, some other matches to be played tomorrow to complete the week thirty-two match day thirty-two. We we'll look out for those games. But on this today's episode, we're gonna round off here. We would I would enjoy you guys to you know, follow us on our social media platform. Once we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, and also you can listen to our podcast on any of this platform, Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. It's been nice doing this with you guys. We say have a nice week ahead and stay blessed.